Hello and welcome to another episode of Bounty Buddies. I'm, <laughs> I was gonna, I don't know, say I'm your buddy, Tim, but I was like, there's so many things that happened this episode. I don't need to even get into that. Don't waste time. Anyways, joining me as always is Pat Edwards. Hi, all my buddies. Jane Ritt. Hello. And returning, Omar Najam. Hello, everybody. Excited to be here and do little jumps. Yes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Prequel jumps? <laughs> yeah, so many prequel jumps. So we've entered a very interesting territory here, friends, wherein the show is good. Uh, but it's the other show that we started the podcast <laughs> yes. for, which I'm fine with. Um, I cannot believe they did another Mando episode. Uh, it's insane that they did it. It was insane that they did the last one. Uh, I cannot believe they did two back to back. And then with an Ahsoka and a Luke. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Grogu? And then Pin Ultimate episode? You freaking kidding me right now? I love that at the end of last episode, we're like, oh, Mando is here. They're going to do a job together. And Mando's like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Um, I'll be right back. I am going to go have an episode of my television program. And then I will return after the fact. In Star Wars universe, how different planetary solar systems is the equivalent of like just popping around the block for a carton of milk or something. It's, I mean, like you said a million times, it's Star Wars science works in the base that they need it to, but it's pretty set. The hyperspace things, but you know what? That's fine. Hyperspace lanes. You know them. You love them. <laughs> <laughs> so in in hindsight, at the end of last episode, I had thought that maybe they'd sent him a beacon or like they'd right. called for him or something. And that's why he came. But now it seems like the reason that he went to Tatooine was to get a ship so he could fuck off and go see Grogu. <laughs> and the yeah. fact that she happened to extend him an, or- an offer of employment was just like something that occurred which makes me wonder yeah, like why point. would like what, was she sitting there <laughs> was she just waiting on well, him well i mean it, it's implied that he did his job he was probably fine chilling with the mandalorians last episode and then after he had a fight with them it's like fuck i guess i gotta get a new ship I mean, he's like well what's her nuts said she had one for me so and the way that she responded is either a She's a rascal, which we know is true. Yeah. Um, or a two that she just sends that out to everybody and then tries to figure it out. Uh, so, she, <laughs> but she actually had the goods. So there's a, a, a it's an it's a sort of quantum rascal situation. Uh, so that's my assumption of why <laughs> everything happened. Quantum. But that's it's also the new a- Disneyland gang jacket. The quantum <laughs> rascals is really. <laughs> uh, uh, Omar, what did you think of the the epi? It is, I love the, not to hop around too much. This is just sort Please. of the overview right. of everything. Please. No, hop around like a Grogu. Get, <laughs> hop around like a little Grogu. Uh, just wreck the training, uh, the training spheres. Um, I, now that like we're getting the sense of like what Book of Boba Fett is, where it's just like a scattershot of stories. Yeah, I was, I was about I to disagree with you, but that. I was like, I guess we are. 
It's nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, the, the book of Boba Fett is an anthology, apparently. Yes. Yeah, I yeah, it's like a Jim Jarmusch's Star Wars. You know, like, it's kind of like <laughs> that is so good, Omar. I feel like, like a very small subset of the audience will get that, but that's so good. That's I don't so get good. it. I'm googling. <laughs> this is the coffee and cigarettes, you know, of like this is like Star Wars JTMA. But um, it's. I, this is very interesting where – and then because we do get – when we hop back to Boa Fett because I was like, this might be a thing where he's like, come on, man. This is my show. And the lady was like, yeah, you guys go do all your stuff. Like I just have this going on in the background. I would – I kind of now wish that there was more of this where yeah. we had like mm-hmm. the Ahsoka like spinoff episode. Mm-hmm. Like everyone just gets the one and it keeps right. getting like weaved back into the tapestry of Boa Fett being like, yeah, I need all of you. Like That's I'm gathering like so a little force. weird and lacking of a structure. Yeah. is it's like yeah. what is it four or five episodes of the one program that's very weird and then it's two episodes of the previous program with a, a zest of ahsoka thrown in because i forgot she was getting her yeah show. i knew she was getting her show but uh yeah if it was like a seven samurai but it was like the origin stories of all the samurai yeah it's like you're collecting them and boba fett's mm-hmm. the one that's like listen we just got it it's like that's such a basic western thing yeah exactly so i was like oh interesting that we spent so much time like you're saying tim but <laughs> i love so, i love that i love that power creep though of that where it goes from the 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 mod gutter punks up to most powerful uh magic space samurai <laughs> <laughs> well and and so okay structurally let's talk about where this fits into the show so the show started mm-hmm. in present day which is boba establishing a crime empire then yeah. it cuts back very generously to him flashing back to like not how he got where he is now but like Things that impacted the way that he acts where he is How now. he got here emotionally. Sure. How he got here emotionally, yeah. except there there isn't a ton of transformation between, <laughs> between the two. But so it's like him and then him flashing back. And then it is <laughs> another character from another TV show. And yeah. then yeah. And then he crosses over briefly and then he goes and has like three quarters of an episode of his own TV show. And then he comes back and there's like a couple of minutes of the TV show that this is. Right. It's yeah. so strange. After last week, I was excited. Mutedly. Mm. And it didn't matter where my respect was because I was like, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm not looking forward. I don't know, man. They don't have anything to talk. They don't have a character. They can just whip out. And right. I mean, I don't know who that guy is. Jane has talked about the, the blue man a lot. So that's how I, but besides that, okay, it, that's just a, a cool, a guy that I've heard is cool showing up now. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited, but I have lost almost all respect for like just the the book of Boba itself, right. and I I have gone. I loved the episode, but afterwards I went into a slight tailspin yeah. of I can't believe that Star Wars is this way. I can't believe that Star Wars is this right now, uh, and in parentheses negatively. Uh, because it seems to me that they're trying to redeem the sequel trilogy in, right. in an insane way to me. And it, it, it screams, we're going to see Palpatine in jars more, like we kind of did in Mando season two. 
And I'm like, just say that the the last Skywalker's not canon. It's that easy. Just move forward. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like this show is going out of its way to remediate the sequels and the prequels, like in a in a huge way. Like the the Naboo Starfighter and all of that. But but right. I would say weirdly so this this episode had so many things that i would not have dared to dream about but i also have like i feel very ambivalent about it which i am Mm. very surprised by because i feel kind of like dave filoni caught me with a cigarette and made me smoke the whole pack no great point (laughs) seriously this this, if you told me this episode was four hours long in 77 completely distinct scenes, I would believe you. Because, yeah, it just takes each of our, like, Mandalorian slash Star Wars mobiles that we look as we fall asleep, right? And shoves it all together. It's like, I can't, so many things were like, oh, they'll probably have an episode for this person. Probably have, like, no, right. we will not. We will have one episode. In Luke Skywalker, Grogu, uh, Cad Vanth, Cad Vane, Cobb uh, Vanth, and Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Yes. Cad- <laughs> yep. that's, that's their ship Ahsoka. name. Ahsoka. <laughs> <Did> you, yeah. <laughs> like ants building the, <laughs> the the. It's just like here's all of it. It's, I have it's, noise on the droid ants. It's okay. <laughs> it's like the time that I went to the milkshake restaurant. And ordered an everything milkshake, and my receipt was three feet long. Um, but again, I like this episode. But I, Jane saying it's like Dave uh, Filoni made you smoke cigarettes is such a perfect analogy of, of what it is. Yeah. It is like eating too many ice cream. It's so interesting to start with Cobb Vanth in a scene that I was like, oh, yeah, because I miss Cobb a little yeah. bit. And I was like, I mean, oh, great. Yes, thank you. Yes, and then we go to well. I mean, I guess we can sort of go in order and yeah. then start to like disperse the yeah, stuff. Yeah, maybe because... we, I think we're gonna be. It's gonna be a log one. So I... normally I would not curtail <laughs> our our initial screaming, but I think we're gonna do a lot of screaming. So it's maybe the only framework that we can use to organize our thoughts is chronologically because right. yeah, is, like trying to do it by <laughs> theme just... by tone, like we can't thematically. We cannot you need four different yeah, yeah interacting podcast episodes. Oh, this to... is episode six. Uh, from the desert comes a stranger. Epi- episode six through twenty four. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Not untrue, not untrue. Uh, seemingly from the desert. But mm-hmm. first, a bunch of familiar faces, I guess, are uh, loading up them spices. Um, yeah. I was ready to be a grumpy Gus, and I was mm-hmm. like, there's only one car here. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> and I still, <laughs> that's a valid critique, in my opinion. Uh, but uh, again, the, the cigarettes and ice cream were dunked down my gullet, and I completely is like, who gives a fucking shit? Uh, let, me, <laughs> let me see the pressure cooker. Uh, and the spice and Cobb Vanth go baby because yeah it's just it's a very classic like here's a drug deal it's like hey don't yep. do a drug deal here but it's mm-hmm. also it's Tatooine even <laughs> when people are near Mos Eisley I'm like where the fuck did you come from uh, <laughs> and so the fact that they have just one car was like, really really funny to me it's like yeah. all right we're just gonna go out here and get in my fucking you know come out here we'll do a, a nice illegal drug deal all the way out here they got dropped off. 
<laughs> yeah, the, it's, it's slightly yeah. off screen. Their mom dropped them off. Like, have fun <laughs> of you and your drug deal. Uh, can I just about Cobb Vanth and just mm-hmm. I adore Timothy Oliphant and everything Same. he mm-hmm. does. Uh, mm-hmm. Like Santa Clara Diet getting mm-hmm. canceled was sucks. It was terrible because yeah. he's delightful yeah. in that show. Yeah, but I, I can't express in words the amount of joy it brings me that. T- Timothy Oliphant is a in Star in the Star Wars universe, and mm. b his Star Wars character is essentially Raylan Givens from yes. Justified in the <laughs> yeah. Star Wars universe. <laughs> yeah. It's because that's the only way to do it. Everything else would have been secondary. Yeah, no, no, make him play his Santa Clarita diet. <laughs> that would, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm shrugging. It's just he's yeah. so delightful. He's, he's so just... good in this role. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He's having so much fun. Mm-hmm. And what I love is that like it's a thing that I was I really dug about this show in the first couple episodes is that like it's really just mood. Like it's just yeah. vibe is what he's bringing. Like they're like at later they like they drop some lore and you can see that he's like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, I just he's like, "I you said space western?" I got it. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah, yeah. I'll say whatever words you want, but like, I'll I'll just face down these like fish mask guys. Yeah, don't worry about it. My yeah. cantina is, this is great. In, uh, some dragon bones. Yeah, okay. Just dress <laughs> yeah. me up like Woody from Toy Story, and I'll add a little gravitas to this. Yeah. Woody is dressing up as Captain Malcolm Reynolds for Halloween. Yeah, oh like God. a one-off like <laughs> Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what a curse thing. Um, <laughs> and of course, he has to give his like. Are you sure you want to do this here, partner? Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, speech like a, a, the take all of his roles and crank up the charisma and slightly scene chewy nature of it oh, and so good yeah we're, we're, again i just can't say uh, it anymore we are so lucky to have timothy oliphant do what he does in that opening scene and then yeah. the, like the way he just again the way he delivers all his lines he's just there's something so like it's not not taking it seriously but you know, with when everyone else is so deathly serious, and yeah. in this cartoon program <laughs> with Muppets, uh, there is a certain like, you know, I'm a rascal here, but like, you know, I'm a dastard, but not a Han Solo. I don't know. It, he he's it's he's yeah. making it all his own. He has a little bit of vulnerability too, in that uh-huh. his investment in this place makes him vulnerable. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, like he could be, you know, a drifter going from town to town, but no, like he's put down roots here. It's not much, but he will. Yeah. try and protect it. Ugh, it's very. Good. Have you uh, read the the novels that he appears in? I have not. It's a. Uh, it's it's not it's not so much. I feel like I've heard people say it's something like. He knows he's in Star Wars and he's having fun with it. I, he doesn't know he's in Star Wars, his character. He knows that the universe they exist in, the real universe they exist in, is absurd and right. ridiculous. <laughs> right. But not that yeah. it's a show, but he's like, this reality that we all live in is bonkers. Right. And I feel yeah. like I'm the, it's like he's like, I feel like I'm the only one that yeah. realizes that li- yeah. this is insane. We're drinking yeah. uh, 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 shrimp vodka out of a dragon uh, belly yeah. um, in the middle of fucking nowhere. We all live here. I don't know where you guys go. But, yeah. but not in a way where he's like winking at the camera because oh, I think that no, would be yes. the wrong tone. Yeah. Very it's important. just like he infuses a warmth and sense of like this is not a character who is saying funny dialogue. This is a character no. who is funny. Yes. <laughs> like yeah. like yes. as yes. a as a 
person in the real world that he inhabits. He just has a very dry sense of humor. And Star Wars, even when Star Wars has good one-liners, doesn't usually manage to land like, no, this is a funny person. They're not just Mm -hmm. saying funny things. Yes, that's a very good point. Could not agree more. Like the joy of kicking it off with him, because later we do get like so much like heavy sort of lore based right. stuff and a lot God. of the uh, you know sort of other stuff. And so it like very very serious and Jedi speech um, patterns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get we get into we get into uh, riddles, which I would argue maybe aren't necessarily riddles. But um, but we uh, but what's so great about him is because we get two main scenes with Cobb, and like the first one is he's like it's pretty great. To, to do this right yeah. like you could if you had to do anything with your life being like a fun like sheriff in this town pretty cool right yeah and then later there's a guy who i i would argue that that red shirt character is like no i'm in star wars it's fine right and he's just like no 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 that's like a frog don't worry about it that's like, that's like a blue frog guy and Cobb is like okay no 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 you can die Right, right. <laughs> like I understand the full spectrum of the rules here yeah, where yeah. it is like we will see a frog guy but the frog guy can kill us yeah. <laughs> and there's, just, there's something in that like organicness right. that I'm yeah. like oh this so feels good. kind of like original films a bit well and it's so interesting too because this is the cold open and at the end of the cold open you feel very much like you are about to enter an episode of the book of Boba Fett and you kind right. of get the yeah. sense of what the episode will be like. Yeah. You're like, yeah, oh, Boba is going to interact with, mm-hmm. with Cobb at some point right. in this episode. Yeah. Here, here's Boba's <laughs> enemies. The thing yep. Boba doesn't like, the drugs, on the planet that Boba lives. Now let's go to Man- the Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, what? <laughs> yeah, what I saw, I no, what? I was like, What? <laughs> I cannot believe we went to Jedi yeah. Temple Planet next. Yeah, yeah. Fall, fall backwards out of my sectional couch. Cats fl- flung everywhere. It's R two D two. He's here. Yes, R two D two is here. Yeah. It's like what is it's happening? The character that wouldn't talk for most of the move, the prequel movie or the sequel trilogy. It's just like hello. <laughs> Although that's probably because he's traumatized by the. I guess we would say presumed death of Grogu at some point no, in the continuity. He gets away. He gets away. Don't <laughs> okay, say that. Okay, sorry. Sorry, I'm getting too, too far ahead he's of hiding. myself. He's, in yeah, the, so, he's so, on Dagobah too. So we're on Tatooine and it's like, okay, here's here's the setup for the plot of the episode. Okay, now here is Mando flying mm-hmm. to a, a forest planet to meet R2-D2. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's reverse... It's 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 reverse Dune, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where they're oh, like, yeah, Sand Planet. All right. Anyway, back to the anyway, typos. Yeah. Oh, okay. My brain could not accept <laughs> that it was R two. By the way, I was like, no, this is a different S. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, the the number of musical transitions and stingers in this episode is every single one from Star Wars. You know, it's, it's just like going from like one to the next. Bah, 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 bah. It's Dave Filoni just had a giant soundboard and he's just like just going crazy on yeah it. so so like, mando follows r2 into the woods yeah yeah and and there are all of these ant droids that are building uh, the, like jedi giant yeah giant yes. ant okay droids. and speaking of like jokes it's a it's a perfect sight gag of that rock coming over the ridge, and you think it's our friend Grogu lifting rock, yeah. and it's a fucking ant robot. <laughs> and then there's like 30 ant robots. It's like, what is happening? 
ant robots the size of Great Danes. Yes. They're huge. Like, and this, you know what I got vibes from? It's, again, something I love about Star Wars. Is when it comes to, like, the droid culture, droid lore is... I feel like these incredibly advanced pieces of engineering that are overly complicated to do very simple tasks, like our shrimp fishing yeah. bots yes. in the first mm, yes. season. Mm-hmm. How, how did they all get? So did did Luke have a big barge delivery of like <laughs> here's two dozen ant giant yeah. ant droids? Yeah, that, uh, yeah, that's what happened. Maybe Land it's like the them. Sears catalog back in the day, <laughs> like when they used to <laughs> ship entire houses. It's like here we will ship all of these robots to you, and they will build you. Stone cares. <laughs> yeah, it's very much it's like, a product from Sky Mall, where it's yeah. like, "Do you want droid that carry rock?" And you're like, "That's so specific." I kind of do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like one of those like robot kits you buy for twelve year olds to like do basic things, and if you buy forty five of them, apparently you build a Jedi temple. Yeah, this is connects. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the 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 laughs keep coming because he he. He's like, he, nothing happens, and he can't do anything. And in the background, they're building him a bench out of bamboo. Yeah. And yes. I'm like, what are they doing? And then they build him a bench out of bamboo. And Mando, who hates robots previously, and now he's yeah. friends with them, is like, just constantly going through dialogue, being yeah. like, are you building a Jedi temple? Are you an ant? Where's Grogu? Are you yeah. building me a bench? And R2 goes to sleep. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Don't turn yourself <laughs> off. And he's like... R2's go-to move these days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. R2's, yeah, he's R2's favorite. He's like, please give me exposition. And R2's like, I'm asleep. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of envious of that ability. Explain. No, I'm I'm asleep. So Mando just uh, sits on the bench. Yeah. Nap time yeah. for Mando. Uh, hilarious. And then we go over to why Mando was there, which was Grogu meditating. Um, with Luke. I will never get over <laughs> a very important detail. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, I, I just my, even now, just <laughs> yeah, trying, to, just trying to like get through it is a a struggle for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Every choice they made was, I think, let's. I'm gonna say correct. But also insane. Yes. Uh, yes. Of the like, okay, here's that frog joke again. And then when Luke lifts up 30 frogs as a joke, I'm like, what is happening? For the <laughs> seventh time. Yes. <laughs> I like it's every beat of this is something like, wouldn't it be wild if? And then just like Dave Flynn is like, yes, do that. Yeah, do that. No, <laughs> yeah, I was correct. kidding. No, yes, do that. My new lore <laughs> is that the rest of the, uh, the book of Boba Fett is not good because they filmed this episode first. Like something must have. Ha- Here's my my lore. They filmed these two episodes, which this makes no sense. Uh, and then uh, they're like, "Well, fuck. Uh, we, we had a COVID outbreak. Uh, Gina Carano's bad. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Let's make the man. Let's make a Boba Fett show. It's like okay, we don't have. We already used so much of our season three budget. It's like that's fine. You know, have them just do stuff. I got extra Vespas and shit. Like that. <laughs> <sighs> But that's impossible, and that not how it happened. I mean, who knows, Tim? That who, is knows? Just, who knows? Just, just Luke, <laughs> Luke having to raise a baby Yoda is the funniest possible universe. Yes, <laughs> like, like yes. Luke having to teach a baby Yoda in a swamp. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, it's just the cyclical nature of the force is, is such a, a a fickle mistress for sure. It for me, what I really was impressed by the sequence. It kind of had a Tarantino second act nature yeah. for me, <laughs> where. Uh, and, and there's so many beats to sort of sift through, uh, which we'll get to in a second. But just as a body of it, because I wasn't the I wasn't the happiest camper when at the end of Mando season two, when a certain gentleman that we see in this episode showed up. Because I was like, <laughs> oh, I, I like that it was so outside of it. Right. It was like such a Western. Right. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't like mad or anything, but I was like, oh, I was really enjoying the fact that like we would never see anyone who's like very good at things. Right. right. And. <laughs> And then this, what I loved about it was you're constantly like, why are we on Tatooine? Like, is that your point? Like, it's the basis of, it's imagine if you're like, we're doing Wizard of Oz, but like, we're never leaving Kansas. Right. Like, that's not really anything then. Right. Somehow this episode for me was like, hey, Kansas, pretty, pretty sick, right? Right. (laughs) Because when we we go back to Tatooine, I was like, god damn, there's some high stakes on this desert. Yeah. Like, I was like. Like, when we see Combat later, I was just like, holy shit, I cannot wait to see what happens with yeah. you, you know, like, back at the desert. Yeah. And it was so fascinating that, like, all this stuff, it's so, it is so cinematic. Like, right. it re- like it's, it's aiming to be the movie stuff. This isn't like Mando season one where they're like, you get one canyon. The whole episode <laughs> is one canyon. We're going to shoot out one canyon. We've loaded one background <laughs> yeah. into the engine. This is it. This was so much. So much was happening. We have a character that, like, we really, outside of technology, shouldn't see. Yeah. Right. You know? Like, it, yeah. in all reality. And then we go back and Cobb Mantha's like, there's a guy in the distance. And I'm like... This is great. Right. <laughs> yes. And that was more spurs to me. walking somewhere <laughs> yeah. in the desert. Give it to me. <laughs> Too many colors. Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> Brown. Very rich palette. Uh, yeah, yeah. What did you guys think palette. about the uh, deep fake Luke? Didn't move enough around the eyebrows. That's, I think, mm-hmm. the big thing for me. It's like the upper face yeah. wasn't expressive enough, but it also wasn't bad. The, we're, we're safe because. Mark Hamill was not always the best actor um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> during the original. There's an in-world explanation. Mm-hmm. I, he got I'm a accident. No, <laughs> he got he got force lightning all over him, mm. and it paralyzed some nerves. Mm. It's uh, like a yes. Botox thing. Mm. It's like yes, it's like force Botox. Yeah. That's so true. That was for it was forced Botox. Uh, Who's forced forced Botox? I'm forced sorry. Botox. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, he's also tranquil in the ways of the force, yeah. I guess, which it actually yeah, made me kind of sad <laughs> that like, <laughs> that like Luke had, had kind of become like, this is Jedi Luke. Like this is Luke yep. actually. Yeah. So we see him like when he's trying to become a Jedi, we see him yeah. um, when he realizes towards the end of his life that it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah with some good points but like don't don't just like drink it all without you know thinking about it um yeah just down some milk yeah yeah but (laughs) right from the source yeah exactly but like this it just felt like he was so much it was it was unadulterated jedi bullshit yeah it's it's so like like kind of like the tattooing thing i couldn't agree more to it we're like like at the end of season two mando everyone's like oh my god this is it this is the biggest thing and somehow with this we were all like actually maybe go back to mandalorian yeah. <laughs> like maybe actually just yeah. like go be a bounty hunter <laughs> Grogu. yeah like, <laughs> it's it's uh it's interesting because they the, the scope of giving the fandom what they want is so scary and i think mm-hmm. you know the what we all want is to give us something that we didn't know we wanted 
which is why I was so scared for a Boba Fett show and why I was so delighted for how weird Mandalorian was. Right. Um, I think all things considered, the the Luke deepfake was pretty good. I guess they hired somebody that like was a deepfake. They hired the guy who fixed it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you know, for this, it was good enough, but I still think it's a little bit. It's what it's not good enough to do like a Luke show or to even have Luke show up uh, enough. But it was really good, uh, surprisingly, and Mm -hmm. I shudder to think what else they they use it for. But yeah, no, I mean it's weird because this is Luke. After he's graduated to college and he has to get his first job and he's like, well, <laughs> not only that, I'm the only one that can do this job in yeah. my family business. So I have to do it by the book. I have to follow these really strict rules because all I have are, is guidelines. Right. And <clears throat> I don't think it's wrong that Luke would be a nerd. I think it makes a lot oh, of sense totally. that he would be a nerd. But it is it is. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see him be <laughs> so strict. And, and, you know, I read a lot of the, right. the books, yeah. the, the, the legends, and I never really read the ones about him doing this. But <clears throat> a lot of those book, books are also like adventures, right? right. So it's not right. just the lore of what's happening. Some shit's happening and they have to go do it. They, right. they mm-hmm. awaken an ancient Sith, yada, yada, yada. They have to go do shit. So the fact that we get to see... The quiet moments is both like a quote unquote dream to come true. But again, I don't always want to see those things, apparently. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it definitely does yeah. make sense that he's a huge dork because he <laughs> he doesn't have anyone who is more experienced at this than he is. And he has mm-hmm. to teach the next generation how to do it. And mm-hmm. like his primary <clears throat> counterexample is his villainous father so so like he can definitely get the idea that like "Mm, maybe we should follow the rules because if you don't follow the rules you will kill many planets yeah yeah and you know as much as i hate to see it it's like well daddy did the thing that you're not supposed to do he he loved and he had sex and he killed everyone (laughs) right um so unfortunately it makes sense that he would be kind of a prick towards Grogu at the end and make him choose. I hate it. I hate to see it. I wish Luke would be better, but I guess apparently force magic can make you go insane. So what is he yeah. supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. And it kind of makes sense that he, you know, at the end of all things was like, fuck this, <laughs> you know, we don't need the force anymore. I do kind of wish that the lesson that Luke was teaching Grogu was some sort yeah. of like meta thread for the action that is happening in the book of Boba Fett. If it was about like predators and prey, if it was about like organisms and how they interact with each other and not just the like, cause like we all know that balance is the thing that the force is about, but like if he's going to spend a lot of time over a long montage explaining some principle of the force to Grogu, it might as well be an, a place where he can explain something that they're trying to get across in the show as a unit. Like, it's it would have been good to have a thesis there. But instead, right. it was kind of like just Jedi stuff. Like, just normal Jedi stuff, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. the basics. It's so interesting because I feel like in, like, Last Jedi, 
like the conversation about the force that was sort of the anti-midichlorian yeah, thing yeah, yeah, it yeah. worked on such a subconscious like level because it's just like visuals right. and you're like oh sea spray and like creatures and wind and stuff you're like oh yeah i guess there is just like existence good point like good i point. do get it wow <laughs> yeah. this is kind of like return to form you're right it's just like st- energy you know yeah. like stuff in the universe i don't even have a word for it i guess it's just the force and what was interesting about this was that th- that was less of in this episode, less of like that, where yeah. you're like sea spray and all the beauty of it all, and more like, do you remember Empire? Yeah, you know, and it was just like, yeah, I do. Yeah, but like, I think that I liked about that was the fact that it's just like sweaty young Luke being like, I gotta keep lifting this X-wing, and Yoda's like, yeah, because like honestly, like that's it, man. Yeah. You know, like, right. that's life. Yeah, and, it's just you're gonna keep trying to lift it, and you're not gonna do a great job. Yeah, that's, yeah. And it <laughs> felt like we are coming to Grogu's training after some time so of course mm-hmm. he's right. he's gone from the basic stuff to like all right now you have to do the theory class right you know here's all this other thing it's, <laughs> right. but that being said they chose to show us I, right. and you know i wasn't i i i as going against everything i just said i liked seeing luke walk and say jedi bullshit to grogu yeah. just, mm-hmm. mostly because we got to see Luke pick Grogu up with the floor. Okay, that was say, very good. The, the little. It, it's like the details so good, but like yeah. what he was saying, it's like what were you talking about before this? Like, <laughs> like, like if this is chapter three, because he's been here for a while, what were chapters one and two? Like, what were I you think talking the Jedi about? Training has to frustrate students That's by true. just talking in riddles all the time. Yeah. And talking in circles because only the best Jedi can get through it. It's like, why are we talking about grass again? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the part though where he was like casually trying to interrogate like does everyone talk that way where you come yes, from? Yes, I just gotta yeah. know. <laughs> But to all put a point Omar alluded to earlier, that's not a just reversing sentence structure is not a riddle. Right. <laughs> he speaks in riddles. <laughs> well, he did. He, he kind of speak spoke in riddles sometimes. He said some shit. I don't remember yeah. any of them. I've but, I've also um, I've I've gone on record before. I am a known Yoda hater. I think he true. is a bad teacher. He is very bad Yater. at organizational leadership. Like he just. Had had a role to play and did not do it very good, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it is kind of interesting to see Luke having to like teach those lessons to Grogu. Yeah, <laughs> right. When he's had the weirdest mentors, yeah. on the it's like <laughs> yeah, it's like an old guy I thought was just a, a hermit, uh, a, a freaking. I don't know, frog man. That's really, really uh, weird. It hits me with sticks. Another, another hermit. Yeah. There's lots of hermits. Last time it was an old man teaching like a, a young teenager. And this time it's a millennial teaching a baby. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was like yeah. 400 years times. old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, in, 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 I like that Luke wasn't like, what the fuck are you? <laughs> How are you, baby? What is happening? Uh, he's like, yeah, you know, did you remember anything from where you're from? Did everyone talk that way? I understand. Da, 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 da. And then it kind of goes to the future part where he uses the uh, force to see, to unlock his memories and stuff like that. But it was definitely very interesting to see Luke just be chill about like, oh, there must be more of you, which is something that I think we all have said. But right. then if, mm-hmm. once we saw baby Yoda, it's like, 
where where did you come from? Right. I thought there's just right. two of you. Do they all two talk weird there? <clears throat> yeah, for, I, don't, I don't know if Yaddle has any speaking lines. Uh, I assume she has many in the Clone Wars, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's I, I don't remember what the one in the Knights of the Republic did, but not important here. Will <laughs> Will we hear Grogu talk in these shows at some? Oh point? yeah, no. I have to. No, 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 we can't. no. <laughs> I think we're very, so absolutely we, not. I, do, I think Mando there's no way to do it three, right. That it, that's a, I'm not saying they won't do it, but I'm saying that if they do, we will all regret it. <laughs> It will be yeah, bad. There's no way to do it. Uh, I love wizard. Couple <laughs> stop. A couple Easter eggs though. Yeah. So so he does the whole dive into his memory, and then mm-hmm. we see Grogu was apparently at the Jedi Temple during Order sixty six. Yeah. So he's not because, a clone. Well, he could be a clone, but right. He's not yeah. the clone that we thought he was. The clone troopers. I did some you know some Easter egging right. in that scene. They have like the blue accent, mm-hmm. which are the, yeah. is the same regiment that accompanied Anakin yep. to mm-hmm. assault the temple. Yep. And then, uh, Jane, as our resident Clone Wars expert, <laughs> tell me because in my just like scanning think pieces, uh, I see I saw a name pop up, and apparently there's an Easter egg in this flash in this memory scene to uh, a a one Barris Offy. Ah, okay, so. Um... Barris was a Padawan who was basically basically went to school with Ahsoka. Like they were like classmates. Um, and she, through the course of the show, was radicalized and actually bombed the Jedi Temple and pinned it on Ahsoka. Um, and the way that the Jedi Order handled or mishandled sort of her trial uh, opened Ahsoka's eyes to the fact that this is all bullshit and they don't really right. know what they're doing. They are too powerful to be so insular and to not question their own methods ever. They've basically made it a sin to ever ask themselves questions about how they handle mm-hmm. problems. Um, and she ba- walked. She left. Um, she was Anakin's Padawan and this was kind of one of the things that untethered him from... A, believing that the Jedi Order knew what it was talking about or was worthy of holding its authority, and B, the human connection that he had, um, because he was uh, he was her master, you know, he, he was teaching her. And one of the interesting things about Ahsoka's character is that we as viewers watching Clone Wars know who Anakin is going to turn into and know that he probably should not be raising a teenage uh, soldier. <laughs> like, like right. we know this. But weirdly, the ways that he... The same traits that mean that he was ripe for corruption and, you know, a fall for grace also gave her critical thinking, gave her kind of a personality, gave her an, an interesting type of lesson. Um, so the the adult that she turned into was in many ways because she was taught by someone who had this side to him. And that rocks. I'm, I'm jumping the- ahead a little bit, but it was as a big time Clone Wars fan, the idea that Ahsoka was there to watch Anakin's son take on an apprentice mm-hmm. And, like, she could kind of provide some guidance without really getting involved and that she could see that and that she could kind of make peace 
with the way that everything played out was like, uh-huh. oh my God. <laughs> like yeah. that and a couple of other things in this episode where it's like, I didn't think that I would ever get to see this. Yeah. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so wait, so Pat, you're saying there's some sort of Easter egg. Are you saying that this bear character yeah. is defending the children? Is uh, there's shot, something. Or? It's hard to see. <clears throat> I wouldn't have never noticed it. It's just the, apparently her symbol or seal is on the wall or marking during that flashback. Like it oh. takes place in her chain. And and basically, this is a huge extrapolation. It's not Mayan, but I'm reading it. I saw it in multiple places. Is that maybe Barris is who got Grogu out of there and how yeah. he survived? Interesting. Order sixty six. Fascinating. Yeah, Fascinating. that that would that would kind of make sense. Um, and. That also makes me think that maybe we'll get Barris in the Ahsoka show, which now that I'm saying it, I am so excited about it because <sighs> Barris was a terrorist, but she was also kind of right, um, <laughs> which is uh, a very interesting <laughs> path, I think, for them to tread with a yeah. live action character. Yeah, no, that's going to be uh, super interesting to see. And I'm really curious because... Ahsoka herself feels darker. Than, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I don't know how dark the Clone Wars gets, but so that was a dark, very dark episode uh, of Mando last season where she kept killing people. But yeah, um, but yeah, you know, I I I was kind of shocked that they just had a baby Yoda in the temple and they didn't show us on TV. That's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like pretty rad that we get we touch so many pieces of star wars Mm -hmm. in this episode and it's such a i don't know loving recreation of a clone wars prequel thing Mm -hmm. uh that rocks so much and we we love to see the order 66 get initiated and all those jedis die i feel like this is subtle and again i might be reading into this i feel like mando season one would never have laid down on the bench to take a nap or whatever yeah. no matter yeah. how long they left him waiting he would have stayed rigid yes. and yep. just uncomfortable but new mando current mando wiser mando's like i'll get some shut eye right yeah. mm-hmm. new mando's like what are they gonna do to me <laughs> yeah <laughs> like <I'm> finally safe <laughs> uh and he wakes up and ahsoka's there Mm-hmm. Which again, yeah, scream like five of this episode like, already. What is like, going on? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> they also do like a walk and talk. Yeah. Yes, yeah. so many walk talks. So much walking through bamboo in this episode. <laughs> An yeah. episode I would have thought would contain zero walking through bamboo. <laughs> yeah. I like that she, yeah, she describes herself as an old friend of the family. Yeah. Which is very cheeky. That's funny. And they have their, um, their kind of like emotional moment, though, where she, she takes him to the bottom of the hill. That, that almost felt cruel. Yeah. Where she takes yeah. him and you can yeah. see Grogu up on the hill, his silhouette, and he knows he's there. But she explains why it might be bad for them to see each other. Which is interesting because. Like, it sounds like she's not a Jedi. So right. she's like, I can do my own thing. I, because the, the current yep. lore is that she helped found the rebellion, right? Yes. Yeah. So, like, that's interesting that she's not all about, you know, buds. And her current whole thing is finding that one guy who left on the space whale. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Maybe she just knows it's hard. But, but <laughs> I was also it's, it's kind interesting, of. Like, 
I was kind of wondering if she was actually physically here for this. I feel like I need to rewatch the episode. Um, but it just, yeah, you're right. It felt very strange that she was also there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see her doing it, basically being like, all right, I don't want to have anything to, to do with this. That being said, here's all my notes. Yes. You know, right. This, exactly. There's going to be a, a Jedi Order 2. Um, I would. I have some notes. I'm not going to be joining it. Also, I'm going to keep on giving you notes and saying I don't want to be part of it and leaning against a tree <laughs> just over there and critiquing. Flicking a coin. Not helping. Which yeah. she should, because there's an in, definitely inherent flaw. I mean, we've we've talked about it how the Jedi, especially prequels, right. are actually not good at their job. And but because they talk about balance, balance, balance. Well, then shouldn't there be a balance between attachment and detachment? Right. Because right. de- right. how can you? I'm the fuck how can Jedi. you be this salvation? <laughs> I fuck so you guys don't right. have to. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> like how can you? How can you be the salvation and and the warden of good? And life in the universe if you don't give a fuck about it if yeah. you detach right. yourself from that emotion and of course i get how the reverse is if you're too emotionally attached to things you can do terrible actions for those few things that you care yeah. about right mm-hmm. so it's there should be a balance there too right yeah but I was, I was definitely curious why ahsoka is the one being like hey man it's gonna be well i guess she's just saying it's gonna be harder for him yeah. So I, I think that does track. She's not saying, hey, man, <laughs> if you leave this here, Luke is going to give our little baby Yoda an ultimatum <laughs> and that's going to suck. No, she, I guess it does. It, it, it does jive. Like, no, he wants to train. It's his choice. All of right. this will be his choice. Um, but you don't want to make it harder for him. So that, that right. actually tracks. I was like, why would she do this? But yeah. Like, so. and, and also, um, if you think about her having to balance mando's state of mind grogu's state of mind and luke's state of mind this is luke's first pupil and having Mm -hmm. him like just terribly cucked like that by (laughs) having his real dad come back is is not gonna lead to this being a successful like mentor mentee relationship yeah reading it as new dad stepdad or old dad current like bad original dad where you know he just shows up in his fucking hot rod and is like i got you this sick jacket (laughs) yeah and we're not giving that to him (laughs) yeah you know how much he's just gonna be he's just gonna think there's a relationship there right but in this (laughs) instance it's just a bumbling mando being like well i want to give him a hug i I know know, know. i'm just learning how to have feelings too please i just thought it'd be a nice thing to do it's the first gift i've ever given yeah i think part of what ahsoka was reacting to when she left the jedi order was the kind of pomposity of it the Mm -hmm. absolute ironclad certainty that everything that they did was right because they were the ones that did it you know all of these things and while luke is definitely infusing the philosophy of the jedi order it's different when it's just a guy like right like there's not a hegemony there you know this is them engaging with the text as opposed to like we are you know a private military force and a government entity and a religion (laughs) like literally one dude with his robots or whatever yeah because you know like her his sister is like i don't know what she is at this point but you know, all this other stuff. And, and even from a meta level, you know, it is the Skywalker right. um, 
sort of like uh, uh, saga. So it is very interesting to to think of it as like the continuation of of, of it from all aspects where it's like you don't have the order behind you that you have to do all these things the way they did and all mm-hmm. stuffy. But that being said, you you do realize you're in Star Wars and you're kind yeah. of a guy. Yeah. Did anyone else feel an incredible sense of dread at all of this talk about creating the Jedi school? Because I was like, oh, I, Luke, that's I'm so happy for you. You're, it, this is going to go great. And you're not going to freak out and try and kill your nephew. And then your nephew will turn <laughs> into yeah. like a deranged I mean, maniac. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole thing is the we this is one way that a prequel media can work is to take a fork and shove it into the heart of the viewer. Right. Where, <laughs> you know, there, there's the ones that like tell you more about the character that we see in the present. And, you know, that's as a, a, a large sort of uh, media, those are hit or miss, but as a, a one-off, those are good. And I, I'd consider this a one-off. But then the other part is is like the doomed adventure. Um, yeah, and I and I guess it was either retconned or clarified that like Ben did not Kylo Ren did not kill everyone. It was a lightning strike or something. <laughs> that felt very sure. like oops. We don't yeah. we don't want to. We're gonna make Kylo good eventually, so we don't want to make him you know kill everybody or something. I don't know. He probably did. Does end up killing Grogu though. Like yeah. Like because, still, yeah, he he still well, does kill people be, be, because yeah. Grogu is going to be a child for the foreseeable future. Like he might be more child than toddler, but he's still like little a, a little one for at least yeah. the next couple hundred years. What during if, which what if not? <laughs> what if it's only like a month and you know he gets big? He's gonna hit. Oh, we're gonna puberty? Groot, we're gonna Groot this. We're gonna Groot this. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know that type of like uh i guess theatrical irony of you mm-hmm. know knowing that this is gonna go bad even though explicitly the tone of what's happening is hopeful is yeah is like a uh, felony staple um mm. there is so much of that in clone wars um including i'm sure i've talked about this moment before but there is a moment where um, a guy is holding innocent people hostage um, in front of Obi-Wan and Anakin. And mm-hmm. uh, Obi-Wan is holding a gun. Um, and this guy is like, you're not going to shoot me. You would be, um, you know, violating the Jedi principles. And also I'm holding this pacifist lady hostage. So you'd be violating what she wants. You are absolutely not going to do anything. So, you know what? Who's going to kill me? Who's going to prove themselves mm-hmm. a cold-blooded killer? And then just Anakin from behind, just with a lightsaber, like, right up through the torso. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, and his sting plays. And then oh. Obi-Wan's like, Anakin. And he's like, what? Bro. He was going to blow up the ship. <laughs> and <laughs> And you're just like, okay, that was a very good moment also. Like, Mm -hmm. we know that this ends badly, but you still have to engage with it in the moment. So, like, that, like, patching together of these weird emotional arcs that span decades and generations is, like, oh, my heart. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and and that's what I thought that part was very successful. Mm -hmm. And it made me sad and confused and, um, you know, just kind of... 
uh, yeah, for forlorn about the whole thing. It just because right. Luke is such an important character to you know just everyone, right? Just like in general, yeah. uh, and just seeing that sort of you know the start of something that fails and breaks him so much, and you know breaks other people as well from like just a moment of weakness and stuff like that and you can tell he's trying so hard and yeah still and that's what i think is so like yeah. kind of beautiful about the whole thing is like it just takes one moment to throw everything into the yeah I mean, skipping ahead to the the you already mentioned we already talked about his ultimatum i mean my theory is this is the first domino and luke losing his shit when <laughs> Oh yeah, because Grogu's like, gonna take that jacket. My first student, because yeah, he's gonna take the chainmail. My first, he's like, my first student left me to go LARP with the, the <laughs> biggest like tin can dork in the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> he, it's like, well, I guess I'll go train my sister and, and then say that she's my first student. Fuck you, Grogu. I'm gonna say that she's my first in a movie or something. <laughs> but then we get the, it, other than being like visually just so fucking adorable the training montage mm-hmm. of course the callbacks yeah. to empire with grogu yeah. on his back and he's running and climbing yeah and then grogu's doing adorable first he's balancing on the log and he's mm-hmm. oh so cute <gasps> i'm still not over jumping. grogu like do you guys just see him and be like holy fucking shit this is about <laughs> yeah. yoda like i still say that like i get <laughs> mad about the toyization of things like this but mm-hmm. when I see I, I, dopamine, when I see yeah. the, the baby Yoda, I smile. Yeah. I, and yeah. I hope I always will. And then I love oh, the training remote, of course, is great. Yeah. And, he's shooting mm-hmm. him, and then he's, he's dodging like it. And then he gets a – then the thing I love – the couple things that are like holdovers that I love. It's like, oh, our boy, it's, he's still our boy is – we talked about with the frog. He's still a hungry, hungry mm-hmm. boy. He wants to eat <laughs> yeah. everything. And then the training remote that's zapping him, and he's doing what he's supposed to do, but then he just gets annoyed, and he's like, you know what, fuck this. He turns around and kills the thing. But then, again, we saw, remember, he's the force, him get sleepy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which I I like that there's still that mechanic cooked in. Yeah. Because, like, it it just gives, like, some, whereas, like, he can come back and just be like, yeah, and so now Grogu's, like, just, like, you know, level 20. Yeah. Right. So Mando, you got a little god that you can just use whenever you want out of right. things. Like it's great that like his like max out like ha- yeah. like his burnout die is still yeah. in effect, but he can st- he can probably do more stuff, which is exciting. Yeah, definitely. Just get messed off on the rock in the river. Just <laughs> yes, in the middle of the river, like right here's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. I go sleep now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's it's just so cool to see luke training a baby yoda in the exact same ways i mean it's mm-hmm. it works well it works and him so learning much. how to do prequel jumps <laughs> yeah <laughs> that i was it's like you know fine what else are they gonna do I'll tell you the what prequels happened as much yes as I exactly exactly they happened. <laughs> and, and during that the montage um in general luke really likes himself mm-hmm. a jaunt through the wilderness yes. loves it luke's a himbo I, I dig the design of those like space water buffaloes mm-hmm. here on the cross. Oh, yeah, really cool. I mean, you think he's drinking that milk? <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! You couldn't stop him. You couldn't keep him away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> he's gonna drink all milks. Yep, <laughs> that is, that is real mission. Ahsoka's like, I'm is gonna it? leave. <laughs> From a desert planet, <laughs> he's like doesn't do alcohol. If he goes anywhere, he's like, "What are some indigenous creatures? Yeah. What are your indigenous mammals? I would like, like their milk, please." <laughs> like what would you pair this milk with if you could? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, no. Um, 
I, I don't know. I, 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 of course, Grogu has to be able to move like Yoda jumping around mm-hmm. like a, a maniac, but, uh, shrug. Yeah. I- <laughs> Is he gonna just like move around like that now in in like when if slash when but really when he rejoins Mando like is he just gonna be hopping around? Yes, I don't know. <laughs> like, That's the yeah. thing is like I they they're really good at the practical effects, but Grogu is so small; he's <laughs> just a little buddy. Yeah. So I I it's gonna be hard to get him to fight. So maybe along the lines of, will we hear Grogu speak? Will we hear Grogu actually fight fight? And right. yeah, now that I'm kind of thinking about it, that feels like a slight technical issue. Um, my my hope is that Luke was like, all right, that was a test. You can keep both. Whatever. I'll give a fuck. Right. Yeah. But, <laughs> whatever. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> and then how do we feel about the line when Ahsoka I mean I know this is a big thing too with Ahsoka and Luke together yeah. mm-hmm. on screen yeah. and having a nice right. little chat and then there, she drops the line uh, she said, you're so much like your father that which killed me I feel like yeah. if I was Luke I'd be like excuse you mm, fuck you <laughs> you knew him in a different context yeah. like, it, it also implies that like she has told him about what he was like before everything went wrong that he was like impulsive and he didn't always think things through but he was a really Mm -hmm. good strategist and he was like if anything too protective of the people (laughs) he loved by like a pretty wide margin um And, and remember like one of luke's great lines is like i'm a jedi like my father before me to palpatine yeah so even when he only knew lord vader he was still like there's good in that guy i know it and i love you actually (laughs) (laughs) so uh i i could see he would take that only as a positive i uh, there's something just like very something huge that I really like that Luke is not like, I know, especially when like um, uh, last Jedi came out, people are just Mm -hmm. like, I just want him like pulling Imperial ships out of the sky and chucking them at each other. And like, he's infinite and nothing can touch him and he's great. And he is like level 22. But like what I love about this is that he's still figuring it out. Mm -hmm. And there's something about that where it's like the family of, there's something like the the Jedi are still just clinging on. And I love that they don't have answers and that like in the prequels and that era, they were so pompous. It was so obvious that entire structure was going to fall. And, Mm -hmm. you know, watching Clone Wars, you just see all the pieces crumble apart in the different factions. I love in this so much like that conversation, like so many tears to my eyes. I know. Because I'm being like, hey, man. Like, good luck. You know, like, we all get one lifetime. Your dad tried his best. A lot of bad stuff. But, you know, like, a lot of... You're you're building Jedi Temple, and a huge part of that has to do with him. You know what I mean? So, like, there's just stuff about that where you're like, wow, this is, like, there's a lot of powerful, like, force connection between these characters that are just checking in with each other and then blasting off to other parts of the galaxy. And it's just so cool. There's something so... Like, Star Wars does that. Lord of the Rings, every so often, they're like, how's your thing going? You know, we're fighting pretty much the same war. Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you at the main battle. Whereas yeah. this, like, you know, who knows when they'll see each other again? And I love that. Yeah, so. definitely. Yeah, no, it's... it's. I, I would have assumed we would have another episode that was a teaser for all the upcoming shows but apparently it's this episode <laughs> yeah. so cool i'm surprised we didn't see obi-wan kenobi in, the, in a flashback or something 
Uh, Do you want to know how I found you, Luke? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I knew an assassin in the rebellion named what's his nuts Cashin. Ah, uh, I think about him sometimes. Here's what he would do. Yeah, because we did also get the call out to the fact that there is a ranger force. Um, yes, which is one of the other spinoffs. Um, is that the Patty uh, Jenkins one? Is it? That's the that's our good friend uh, Kara Dune's no. show. That is no, no not not a good friend. <laughs> oh, so so that one's back on the drawing board. Then. Okay. Uh, so I don't know. I right now that's on uh, hiatus. It, it definitely got yeah. yeah uh, Kara Dune show is definitely not happening. But I'm curious if the Rangers are happening. I doubt it. <laughs> hey, I'm the. Uh, uh, it's me, uh, the nice X-wing pilot from Kim's Convenience. I'm a Ranger now. <laughs> Here's my tattoo and my big gun. Yeah. Um, uh. I mean, I guess, so I'm, I'm looking at a quote um, from when it was first announced, uh, which uh-huh. I believe was on the same day as the Ahsoka show. And mm-hmm. uh, Kathleen Kennedy said that the series, The Mandalorian, um, and Star Wars Ahsoka will all be interconnected and like culminate in climactic story events. So I guess this is yeah. the first taste oh, wow. of like, yeah, the, these shows the, are extremely, it, like, these are the Frasers and the Cheerses. Yeah. Do you think <laughs> it's interesting why they decided to brand them differently, though? Why not just have it one be one big thing, like Star Wars Chronicles colon The Mandalorian? I think they're the doing a, a a comic booky thing, right? You know, it's like yeah. you read a Marvel yeah. comic, but you buy uh the the spider-man or you buy the mm-hmm. thor and things like that that's my assumption uh what i've been so hearing can just tune in yeah yeah um uh what i've been hearing is that there there's definitely a movie in the works um and it's most likely going to be all of them together right uh, uh interesting ooh, avenger style i think that yeah yeah because there is like the untitled team up thing and it's always no, hard to that, tell that kind of like makes sense because he has the the dark saber so like yeah, there could be like an right. actual like we're gonna take back mandalore type deal or we're right. gonna do like a big thing in the context of the universe in a yeah movie. oops it is mando founds the first order <laughs> no, Mando. He was just uh, too awkward to, to tell them not to do what they were yes, doing. Please don't. No, wait, don't. He like he like explains his like vision for like keeping people safe. Like, yeah, and we'll like get rid of all the people that disagree with us and kill them. He's like, no, wait, but I don't, don't. And we'll build a giant planet that can destroy three planets at once. But, no, wait, don't, don't. So we'll don't. harness the power oh. of kyber crystals. You're like, oh, oh, we know how this all works out, actually. <laughs> It's uh yeah, that would be very interesting because I I I am so impressed by the production of all of these episodes. Like no matter yeah. what happens, I'm constantly like this is television and not like even like lost television where like sh- you know, Shick is like chucking a bunch of money for yeah. commercial time. Right. Yeah. This is like them just sort of out of the pocket being like, yeah, tune it. You know what I mean? Like right. yeah. the people are paying for the service, but I'm still like this is absolutely bonkers that you were getting like a weekly little Star Wars thing and it's not just like Tales from the Cantina. Right. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> Right. Which is what Which we I got for a little watch. bit. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut back to which again, I love we've talked about this. Is we're con- 
told again and again what a shithole, what an, what an inconsequential little nothing speck of dust Tatooine is, <laughs> except for the fact that it's apparently the center of the goddamn universe. Yeah, it is, um, really. And uh, love you know, love the Mando music sting. It's just one of it's just so good. It's so good. He arrives at the palace. Uh, I love the, the Gamorian that comes. To, I love that the Gamorians again are still just refusing to stop cosplaying as barbarians <laughs> in a world of everyone's like, dude. That's their culture. We have laser guns. Mm-hmm. Can you put armor on or like like no? no I will. I will wear my sexy. leather harness. I don't understand. I, I have an axe. <laughs> <laughs> I have it, and I shall flaunt it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hot. <laughs> um, the crew's assembled. We get our, uh... And again, yeah, no, okay. that's a great point. Well, the crew is Boba's not here. assembled. No Boba's <laughs> yeah. because here. They, they're like, I need to get... All right, we have this guy now. We need one more guy. He's here. Oh, we need more guys. Like, yeah. oh, why did you not tell me that earlier? I could have got more right, guys. I, I need gone. more yeah. guys. It's on the way. This is the second episode in a row of the Book of Boba Fett, where Boba Fett does not have a line. He does. He talks in this movie. Does he say in this? Does he say, yeah, I he's like, like I know a guy. doing all the talking. I can do some shit. I know a guy. Or something. I thought it was Fennec doing all the talking. I don't know. He doesn't say that. Someone's, Mando says that. But I'm I sure someone like on Twitter will, will let us know. Like, I feel like it was Fennec doing all the talking. And Bubba wasn't even in the last episode. Yeah. Um, did, did, he's uh, visually here. Structurally bizarre. Okay. Just... All I'm going to say is, again, I'm going to come to the defense. Here's, he's been busy. No, he's mm-hmm. not. He's been learning how to ride the Rancor. Yes. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. That's busy. actually I did forget Which, about riding. By the, the way, that for I love the ride the Rancor sounds like uh like you're go, you're like coming you're detoxing from spice or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Absolutely. Oh, he's off the Rancor. Absolutely. Uh. So so now, Bo, so now Mando is on Tatooine again and they're like we need guys and he's like I know some guys here. I'll go talk to the guys and they're I like okay, see ya character who's not on this TV show. You're you go do your thing now. <laughs> and then, and then uh, Boba's like, now I'll be on my own show. No, you will not. Star Wars swipe. <laughs> like, why would you not show me doing things on my program? You made me do all that dog shit. Uh, I like that the um, Major Dormo is still there. and, and he's Yes. Little, little, yeah. He's still freak. sticking to his lie. And I really yeah. appreciate the dedication <laughs> to the bit. It's yeah. all he's got. And I love it. I love him. <laughs> I was expecting him to have like flipped in the off screen yeah. where it'd be right. like helping them. What a king. He's like, no. Yeah. It was a he's planned vacation. Out. It's like, it's not, bud. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you took your life in your life. Yeah. Just to do I that. hope when this is all over and Boba wins, he hires him too. As oh, his, yeah. like, he's like, you're actually to. very good at this. Yes. Yeah. Oddly yeah. loyal. Yes. He's like, your, one of, he's your... like the breakout character. He's so uh, sure. great. Um, so Mando is going to go and uh, get some forces to help pop pad out um, their ranks. Uh, can yeah. I just say that the Jawas seeing him flying overhead and waving is my favorite thing that has ever <laughs> happened in Star yeah, that was Wars. Great. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, yeah, hey! It's like... That's us when we see Amanda. Yes, you know? exactly. And, and He's here. And more insane is, is it's just Mando taking a victory lap. Yep. This this episode was made in real time. It was made in one day. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Mando, the actual person, 
being like, oh, wait, did you see how popular my episode of the show is? All right, let's do another one. And and I'm just going to fucking go everywhere. I can get Luke Skywalker and R2-D2 and Ahsoka. You kidding me? Let's go. And I'm going to have the Jawas be like, you fucking rock. You got the biggest dick in the fucking galaxy. You rule. Your, your armor awesome. It doesn't suck. And I'm going to be like, yeah, whatever. I do love the oh. idea that this has been like a day and a half for him. Like, I don't yeah. know how long interstellar travel like actually it That's takes what I'm saying. because it depends how far everything is. But like, okay, so he found his people. He got mm-hmm. super kicked out. He went to mm-hmm. Tatooine. He got a ship. He visited Grogu. He did not that say hello. Morning. <laughs> his whole day has been the elevator. Yeah, you know where he's just like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I'm way too old. And then he's like, he gets to the garage. He's like, where do I even park? Yeah. Like, that's, that's, <laughs> and, and then he goes to try and recruit Cobb Vance. And he's like, can you just do this, please? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not moving my car. I just parked it. It's not a big deal, deputy. <laughs> You're going to die soon. We all know it. We've seen the movies. Yeah, deputy Schlub. Um, so, so deputy Schlub, I will say, absolutely mm-hmm. threads the needle and does everything that this character needs to do 100%. perfectly. Red yeah, I was really, really scared right. that he was going to firefly it. Because whenever there's characters in the background of Firefly, they're like, I'm not going to die. It's like, motherfucker. You just said I'm not going to die. Yeah. Why would you say that? Uh, and he also just reeks like I'm trying my best. I'm proving yeah, mm-hmm. myself with so little dialogue. Uh, he does a really, really good job, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing that I love so much was the aggravation it put on the cop. Yeah. Before we talk about <laughs> yeah. the big reveal, yeah. which, yeah. which uh, will take a, a good a good little chunk. And I want to know everything that Jane has to share about okay. it. Because I was, I was freaking out on an emotional level. But I was like, I got to know everything. Uh, about Mr. Uh, Mr. Mysterious Stranger Comes from the Desert. But, like, what I loved was just, like, Deputy Schlub coming out and just, like, doing everything. And Cobb just being like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really actually need you to, st- like, the stress worked. Right. If that makes sense. Where I was just like, I don't I don't want this. Like, right. <laughs> you just and imagine the Deputy of- walking away being like, I still got my eyes on you. So like, <laughs> yeah. what? like, look at that Great. guy. <laughs> Like right. in this ridiculously souped up speeder, yeah. in full ar- like Beskar armor, yeah. like, stop like you it. have to move okay. your car. It's like he doesn't have to move his car. We all know this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you talking um, about? <laughs> but we talked about Timothy Oliphant and like how perfect he delivers lines, and he mm-hmm. is such a treat. God, his exchange with Mando so two good. times in this. When they're outside mm-hmm. and the line, like, where's the little guy? Like, oh, yeah. like, oh man, just. Every line is perfect from him. Yeah. So yeah, and he's like, where's the little guy? And then Mando's like, let me buy you a drink. And again, yet another evolution in a small way of Mando. Just mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah. I, and for some reason, I never thought. This is things at this people point, do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think Mando was going to take his, his helmet off, but like, I thought somehow he was going to get a straw in it or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, Tim, you make a really good point. Season one, Mando would have just stood there and repeated what he needed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he would have been like, I Fight need this. <laughs> it would have been like, what? Are, what? He'd been like, yeah. do, do this. <laughs> What's so interesting about this whole universe, like the, the, the televised Star Wars, you know, contemporary universe, is that all of them are really struggling to do stuff that should just be knocking it out of the park 
Yeah. Like, Boba Fett should just run this crime syndicate. It shouldn't even yeah. be an interesting story. Like, we should just cut to the crime syndicate. Man. Like, Mando should just be this, like, gunslinger that's just, like, walking and whipping up, like, a bunch of, like, pig butchers easily. Yeah. Luke should easily be teaching, like, all these students. And that stuff was fascinating. It's like, that wouldn't be, in- like, it would be, like, fan service fun to cut into that if we had a different character. Right. But all of them are like, God damn, this is hard. Right. It's yeah. kind of like when you're playing D&D and you're just like, yeah, we'll just destroy this person. And then you keep rolling low and you're like, yeah. no, you keep missing. And you're just like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's because everything is complicated now. And yes. and there's yeah. this idea that like at the end of the the original trilogy, everything's fixed. Hooray. Yep. Every, like everything's good forever. Yep. And then it's like, actually, no, the shockwaves of this have made the attempt to do anything really complicated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's like, oh, fairy tale's over. You're like, no, don't no have medals for any of these people. <laughs> uh, they weren't drinking spotchka. How did everyone feel about that? I was, <laughs> it was some disgusting brown liquor instead of bright, blue right? deliciousness. Yeah, I only drink neon blue liquor now <laughs> after watching Mandalorian. Pat, do you want to share the best line from his interaction oh, like, with Vando? Yeah. Yes. So yes. He tells him what he wants. Cobb's resistant to it, but he's like imploring him like, Please help out with this, and yeah, and then old Timmy, that big smile of yours lets you get away with anything. It's so oh my good. God, I love him so oh, good, flawless. absolutely flawless. Oh. A showdown between two characters you like is so fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is so absolutely fun. Um, I also love that Cobb was like, uh, you know, as like Mando leaves and everything, and then you know, uh everyone's like this isn't our problem cops like well <laughs> that's not true and there's something about like that performance like, yeah just his just like ah we got it. like his exhaustion of like i'm gonna have to talk to all these people yeah. yeah was great and was and just led to such a whip where i didn't know anything else was gonna happen in the scene oh totally yeah. we didn't we didn't need anything else we didn't no. need anything mm-hmm. else and th- we, this was quite a full episode luke skywalker <laughs> was in it <laughs> <laughs> and there's a new, and then a new carton of cigarettes is opened up. Oh Filoni walks and up I'm and like, is just Please, like, "Please, I can't take no. anymore." And Dave Filoni is like, "Open wide." Like, no, these are cigarellos. These are from Italy. No. And you're just like, "What?" Yeah, he just like looked, made eye contact with the camera, like, "This one's for Jane." Yeah, <laughs> it, it truly, truly, I, I, so, I just, you know, you see a figure scintillating mm-hmm. out in the distance. And yep. he's like, is that a is that a guy out there? And then it kind of yeah. cuts back and forth. And he's like, yeah, that's a mm-hmm, guy. This mm-hmm. there's no way this like, is gonna go Boba well. Fett. There's no way this is gonna go well. <laughs> so he like sends everyone else inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I want to open this by saying, uh-huh. I think that they have done a very good job with the practical effects and makeup on most of the species. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, I do think that Cad Bane looks terrible. Um, <laughs> oh, really? I think that he looks very bad, which I don't hold against them because the design of this species um, is challenging, I'd say. <laughs> um, and it's hard for you to have a character whose face looks so alien and is so like bright blue still yeah. exude and like smooth. <laughs> still exude menace in the way that this character needs to but mm-hmm. i screamed out loud 
so loud <laughs> when I realized what they were doing. And it was the shape of the hat that I oh, was yeah. just like, no, 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 <laughs> they're not, they're not going to do Cad Bane, the guy from the Clone Wars who was an incredible villain who, despite mm-hmm. not having any force powers whatsoever, was so uh, resourceful, tricky, um, intelligent that he was regularly tangling with Obi-Wan. Like, he was basically mm-hmm. Obi-Wan's nemesis um, <laughs> until uh, until uh, Maul got spider legs and kind of took over that. <laughs> so that's, that's neither here nor there. Um, Cad Bane is so good in the Clone Wars. He exudes menace. He ex- exudes competence like utter command of any situation that he's in just as this like rogue fixer who like is able to be hired by the highest bidder um Mm -hmm. and can regularly thwart jedi just absolutely they cannot get their slippery little mitts around him Mm -hmm. (laughs) i love how hard they lean into the westernness yes. of yes. the scene. Yes. Yeah. Just full on. It's high noon. Or is she high noons? High yes. Noons. <laughs> one of two high noons. Uh, the third one. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, you just, you, you're, you're waiting for the flipping theme to <sighs> Good, Bad, and the Ugly to start playing. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. Just, yeah. uh, it's, it's just, oh, it's so good. I yeah. love the genre blending moments. I love things like that. It's, phenomenal yeah um, i didn't think he looked that bad i thought he didn't look very great talking because of all his goddamn teeth i feel like maybe they should have cooled yeah. it on the teeth and besides, yeah like when, tim when we he are wasn't, yeah i thought he looked okay but besides yeah, him talking little... i thought he looked kind of rad mostly because he looks like if you uh close your eyes and you're in uh you're a person that exists in america think of alien yeah, that one. Yeah, the, yeah. the emoji yeah. <laughs> alien. He looks like that guy. I'm probably the more. Criti- yeah. I'm probably more critical mm-hmm. of the design just because, not that the design was different or better in Clone Wars, but because like he's really scary in Clone Wars, and I right, was. I'm, right. I'm actually curious. Like, was he like scary? I found him, very the reveal of his eyes when they were because it's just his yeah. mouth for a little bit and he looks up in the red eyes. I don't. It worked for okay, me. Okay, good. I was like, that's yeah. that's what counts yeah. is that you see him and you 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 know evacuate your bowels because you're about to get yeah. shot full of bullets. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, you are conscious, right, of like the effects and like the makeup and right. everything. I think that's maybe like a little bit of it because in Clone Wars, like when he just pops up, he is just a dude. You know, you, right. he just like strolls in and you yeah. don't. Your brain doesn't everybody do anything. looks smooth. <laughs> Yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but God, like, just like his presence, I think just the acting of it all, mm-hmm. the carrying over from um, from Clone Wars was just so um, chilling. Yeah, yeah, just made like, us. It was like perfectly a perfect way of, of notice describing. He it. doesn't. He doesn't say his name. Yeah, we just know it is again with the, these shows. A lot of times they will really lean away from i feel like a lot of these types of genre properties will lean into exposition and spoon feeding Mm -hmm, more mm -hmm. and things uh i feel like a lot of these and we see through these mandalorians they're like we're gonna pull back and let you you, let you figure it out yeah and do some googling and and even if you don't know who he is like you Mm -hmm. already get everything that you you need to know oh for sure yeah because i don't believe that Cobb knows who he is he can just tell that's one bad hombre yeah yes Yes, yeah. absolutely. 
Um, I loved the spin on this showdown of having the third party there who's like, gonna fuck it up. <laughs> and yeah. the tension is between these two incredibly competent combatants and also another guy who is there. <laughs> yeah. Oliphant's look to him when he pipes up like sheriff can't be bought and he just looks at him like can you not right. that's yeah. the yeah yeah that's the moment that stressed me out so much yeah. because I was just like this is all about to like right. go down the drain right it's yeah. it's, <laughs> it's Kavanth being like oh no my deputy thinks he's a main character fuck yeah, yeah. like yeah. he doesn't know he's gonna die <laughs> yeah. yeah no I think a way to describe uh Cobb Vanth is he knows he's in Star Wars. He's like a LARPer, but he respects the fuck out of it. Yes. And in this moment, uh, he sees this character like it must be depressing for this man, for Cobb, because he knows who this character is the moment he met him. He's like, oh, you're going to die. You're, yeah. you're this guy. Oh, shit. And it's much like right. seeing Luke try to train the Jedi, knowing what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Cobb's like, oh, you're gonna fuck it up. You exist yep. to die. That is your right. all the movies you would never survive in. Yeah. yeah, the only movie you survive is if I die and you take up my. Yeah, mantle. you are that's a it. burden that way. I carry. <laughs> like, and there's a, like that's there's how this good, works. It's so true. There's such a like. There's a good chunk of this scene where it's not the case, where Cobb is just like, just go inside. You're just like one of these like side characters. Right. You're like the bartender. And then when he comes mm-hmm. back outside, you see the moment where he's just like, oh no. Oh, you're this trope. Yeah. I was, yeah. He's like, go back inside and you won't be. And he's just like, right. I'm speaking on that. And he's just like, oh, and you have pride? No. Oh, God. Now I got to. Uh, sh- and then. And you that's believe when it's in like me? Lost. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, if you believe in yourself, that can go either way. That's like one uh, thing. But it's hubris. Yeah. You can maybe go out in a, a blaze of glory. But if you believe in yeah. me, nah, man. Yeah. No, getting, no, this is tragedy. It's, it's like one of those things where Cobb immediately realizes that this stranger has walked into hundreds of towns like this, but they've mm-hmm. never had somebody like him walk in. Yep. Like, yes. Like, it's it's different this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And him, and I just love this as sort of the bookend. I know that we still have, like, two more beats that, you know, happen, but I really liked it because in the beginning we see Cobb just take out, like, I think three of yeah, uh, the pikes. Three of them. Yeah, yep. three of the pikes. Easy. Without breaking a sweat. And he's like, this is, I'm leaning to the side. You, you seen Searchers? Yeah, you have. I'm a reference to that right now, the way I'm standing. <laughs> I'm so casual. And then in this, he's like, no, there's no references. Like, he's like, I understand that this is like, we're doing the thing, but I'm not doing a character anymore. Like, I don't think I can do this. And you saw me take out three of the most feared characters right. in the series so far. Yeah. And instantly you're just like, oh, Cad. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're oh, like, no. <laughs> they do such a good job of building out Ked's menace by having yes. Cobb take him seriously yes. immediately. Because yes. I think it's very important that this show is made for everyone. This, right, mm-hmm. this exactly. Is a show exactly. That is trying to get people to continue to subscribe to Disney Plus if they don't have yeah. kids. In between the Marvel programs. So it's not for people that have watched the Clone Wars, except for it somehow extremely is 100% for them and it's only for them. But it has to exist for everyone else. So Mm -hmm. I haven't watched the Clone Wars, but I know about it. And I'm a big Star Wars nerd. But this has to be good enough of an introduction for, you know, every random person to like, like, who the fuck is this guy? I don't know, but Cobb is freaking out about it. Yeah. Uh, and one of the, my big things of like not look 
being tentatively excited for the rest of the season is mm-hmm. we had no charismatic bad guy. We just had the fishbug right. people. And now we extremely do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, I was I'm like, really I thought about that. That's going to work out very much. Tim, your comments last time. I was like, Oh, Tim, they heard you. They listened. Yeah. They listened. yeah I, I, it's like, I knew I, I, they had to have had someone and it, it could have been anyone. It, the fact that it's this guy, that makes sense as just as much sense as anyone else. Mm-hmm. I had yeah. no idea who it was going to be when it was coming out of the um desert you know it mm-hmm. could have been anyone i i don't know who he, i don't know i'm land i think it makes the most sense he's a gun for hire as opposed yeah, to if you try right. to be like crimson dawn or somebody or it's like yeah. this it'd be too convoluted but omar you touched on something about how like the important it, it's such it's good storytelling mm-hmm. because you have the language again you're not spoon feeding but you're yep. your level setting with Cobb having a scene where it shows he is capable he knows what he's doing and again, instead of like exposition, this is got Cad Bane. He's the most terrified gunslinger in the galaxy. It's like they don't tell that. We don't even know his name. We do, you know, they don't say it explicitly, but we're no way terrified of him because we saw Cobb not break a sweat on one verse four. Yeah. Yep. And then is standing there acting his face off, but like yeah. he's the is guy terrified. that helped kill a dragon, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they showed us the dragon so many times this episode to be like, see, remember? Yeah, they took see? out a dragon. And it's, it's a very classic <laughs> storytelling mechanism, and it kills yeah. me when it's not used because it's easy Great. and it's classic. I did, so straight. Sorry. Uh, apologies for the shameless self-plug. In oh, my sec- in space, there's there's a scene there's a scene in Space Turbine 2 that I wrote in my book specifically to do the same thing. Was mm-hmm. I have this character who's supposed to be kind of badass who's going to get their ass handed to them at this one point. I need to have a scene, instead of just saying it, that shows that they are a badass so when they get their ass handed to them later it has way more oomph to it yeah and i love things like that because again it's all there we've all seen it but it it kills me how many times you see like lazy storytelling where they don't do that yeah Yeah. this was done very well Mm -hmm. yeah uh but before we also i want to point out just random little easter egg Mm -hmm. i i feel like these 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 shows and these movies and i feel like doing right my brain gets broken where you're like we all do it we're like we see the strings of the mm-hmm. puppet show sometimes yeah. and we talked about it with um the the one episode where we saw when boba met fennec and you know, omar we t- you weren't here for that one but when they go to the modder them and we're like and we're like we feel like this it, it's thundercat the right. musician and but all of us were like we're not necessarily super intimately familiar with with thundercat but the mm-hmm. way it was shot and framed we're like this is a cameo this is a yeah, yeah. <laughs> similarly in this episode the bartender gets a lot of lines in this one mm-hmm. scene so mm-hmm. i was curious so i looked it up it's he, he's played by an actor named uh, w earl brown which this is again kind of a deep pull but w earl earl brown is probably most known as being the like right hand bartender and goon in deadwood yeah. of mm-hmm. al swearingen right. yep. yeah. right, right, shane's right. character yep. again yeah. again play, also also him. timothy oliphant yeah deadwood. Yeah. Yep. yeah yeah so and he played he exactly. played that this this bartender last mando season yep. two so oh, that was him the okay yeah. Yep. yeah in in season two yeah yeah so it's he, he's a recurring guy and that that is really he's like he is perfect at mm-hmm. that and even though mm-hmm. which is really weird because like there's two characters that are like you're not a main character. 
like okay deputy you make sense you you your 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 star does not deserve to to burn bright but the like without knowing that the bartender is a cameo so to speak or what have you he carries so much weight in at least in my opinion mm-hmm. that it feels like he should be a bigger deal and he probably will be right. in the fight mm-hmm. i'm sure he might die even unfortunately because right. they need some folks to die that we care about like the mods uh, <laughs> but uh yeah no uh he's he's really great in it and and very understated but they they respect him in a way in the lines they give him and sort of like his ability to emote yes. with all that bullshit on yeah. his face mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so also the mods have named him okay name I, two should... name one um, drash <laughs> oh, that's right yeah i'm looking apparently also uh the eyeball guy is named scad <laughs> the fucking battle toads uh, i guess names. these names that are so memorable and easy to say <laughs> ratch relch Burr. rash rash is natalie from yellow jacket yeah natalie from, natalie from yellow jacket uh, yeah. so so and, Cad Bane... and like we said uh yeah uh, the deputy gets shot yeah so so <laughs> cad bane's offer is basically like we don't need you to do anything we just need you to live your lives and we will pay you as much as mando was going to pay you um yeah and also if you don't do what we say you're all going to die so you might yeah. you might as well mm-hmm. um and there is, of course, a shootout. Um, yeah. Cad Bane shoots Schlub, uh, like five times or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, so he's definitely dead. Also, yeah. uh, Kavanth gets shot once. Um, yeah. he he yeah. looks to be injured. I don't know if he's dead or not. I hope he's not. Yeah, that no. would be no way. That would be just. <laughs> Especially what, given what happens know. in the next scene, like yeah, like they they yeah. they can't kill him. We need someone yeah. who can talk with warp. He's gonna get modded out. He's gonna oh have a my cool, god. He's gonna get modded. Oh, no. that's no. what they're doing. That is what Stop they're doing. It. Yeah, and he's gonna have just like the coolest arm you've ever. Yeah, yeah, because it was like in the shoulder. He got shot. Yeah. It's gonna be like oh. robot lo- rocket launcher. Like something's arm. wrong with it. Something's wrong with him. Well, is, is, he doesn't have a cool arm yet. Uh, and I think his, oh, God, uh, you, you, his book what a takes place shot, in the future. Omar. So uh, <laughs> I, I believe we know he doesn't die based off him being right. in the Aftermath series. I'm not positive of that fact, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure. Or maybe that took place before this. I don't know. <laughs> God, this next uh, scene, though. But yeah, we do have the next scene. That oh, next, man. Speaking of surprising, yeah. for not the previous reasons we've said. I don't get it. I don't understand I, the choices that this show makes. I was thrown for such a loop because I was expecting one thing. So, okay. So, the scene we're talking, it's we're back at Garza's place, this yep. her saloon. And... It's you know it's a typical Saturday night. It's hopping. Mm-hmm. Um, two individuals wearing Pike Syndicate garb and helmets come in, and they are very mute. They don't talk. They don't really like interact. They just walk straight to a table and sit down. Carrying a bucket. Server comes up. So I was confused. At, like my spatial awareness was bad at this scene because I actually so I watched the episode twice in preparation for this. The first time, um, before the big event happens. When they started to get up, I didn't realize that they were leaving again. I thought they were walking to the back. Mm. And I and, my, and the fact that they had no interaction, I was wondering if it was like they were it was like Fennec and Boba and had stolen these like outfits and they were like 
The Pike goes into right. the drop offs and has to deal with Garza, and we're going to go to the back. We're just going to pretend we're them and go find out. Like, yeah. it was going to cut to the back. They're going to pull him off. Plan. Like, we've infiltrated. All right. We yeah. know she never we're was in. on our side. Yeah. But no. I mean, they didn't even get their drinks. That's just sad. The, the droid server was bringing them cocktails, and they. But yeah, there's not much. I mean, it's a very interesting, you know, it's a very quick scene. They come in, they sit down, they have a little. I. Looks have... like a propane tank with them. Yeah. Like, I haven't had this, like, sensation of shock i think yeah since like maybe when the watchers council gets attacked in buffy uh yeah <laughs> where you're just like oh geez oh what like it just happened and i was mm-hmm. stunned yeah i, was like, I can't oh. i don't know why they did it i don't know why and and they being the showrunners right. the pikes uh it felt like no. it was extremely the well we're getting revenge on you and maybe that's what it is is they're like okay well Boba Fett was nice to you, so we're going to kill you. Right. right. We haven't explicitly right, said the whole thing blows up. Oh, sure. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And which. Yeah. R.I.P. Max Revo. Sorry, Jane. No, he wasn't there. We he wasn't see, there. Oh, he wasn't. Max? Yeah. Inside just, job. So, Here's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> Max they show Rebo's all the, the other musicians, <laughs> and Max is not there. I think it's going to be a running joke of Max being places before they explode. Yeah. Uh, they did not show him, but they showed the other dudes playing their jets. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it was a different song. It felt more like Game of Thrones than like any yeah. show in, in this series in terms so, of like the moment where, because Garza realizes what is happening shortly yes. before the bomb goes off. Because she, she knows before, yeah. that something is up. She like mm-hmm. sends various people to go inquire and try and figure out what's going on. And then when, when she sees them leaving and when she yeah. hears that they've left something behind, there is a mm-hmm. like full second of recognition where she realizes yeah. that, like, not only is everything she has worked for about to be obliterated, but she herself is about to die. And it's yeah. like, and wh- what? So that that's one of the, the things I was talking about earlier in this series, is that the show is trying to be both a Western and a mob movie without really ever nailing the mob movie aspects. Right. right. So this was squarely in yes. the mob movie category. And this one I thought functionally worked. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. I I I can connect why they did it. Right. It just mm-hmm. doesn't it was much so much spectacle, right. right? It was it was for us the viewer, not for Boba, right? Uh mm-hmm. cuz Boba and her aren't that connected. Right. So, right. I don't know. I don't. I, it's definitely one of those like, don't side with Boba, or else this will happen to you. Right. But Garza didn't really side with Boba. She's been extremely neutral. So, I I don't know why. I think that it's that it was just the showrunners did it for yeah. spectacle, which sucks. But they had nothing else to do other than the mod, the the robot man, the Thunderbolt, or whatever you said his name was. Um, that would have been weird yeah. <laughs> for them to be there. So they had to kill these people to uh, accomplish this goal. Or they could have done something different. I was shocked, though, and it yeah. was a, mm-hmm. a quote-unquote effective. It was a very well-done and affecting scene. Like, incredible props to the construction of this scene, you know. That being mm-hmm. said, I feel like it was a huge misstep in terms of the the show. Be- yes. Like, mm-hmm. like. I'm I'm now like th- can they have another season of this show if like 
because there were, he has no relationships with anyone. Right. This was the one kind of fertile relationship where I could see like not yeah. not even like a romantic relationship, just like growth, you know, the development yeah. of a, a rapport with someone who thinks about the world differently, who understands mm -hmm. things. And she, presumably she is extremely dead now. So, I would right, think so. It, a so, thousand percent this scene feels like she's going to be under a table, but it makes no sense by no. how big that explosion is. No, it was no, a huge fireball. Yeah. yeah, she has to be dead. If she's not dead, you know, it's 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 TV movie magic. It's so probably whatever. better for the show if she's not dead, but yes. the, uh, based on what we saw, she is. Yeah, mm -hmm. but they didn't mm -hmm. even pull like a hey, since there were guards or no. anything like that. It just was so senseless. No, it, and weird. it was like a hit in The Sopranos. It was like yeah. very yeah. well done, but also like they did it really well. But why would they do it? Why would they do this? It? Is an oh, episode oops, it's where we have no other characters to do. This it is too. an episode where, as to to dunk on Baby Yoda, Luke lifted up forty frogs out of the water. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no, I mean, it's 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 pure. Like when you see the strings moving, it's like it's purely to tug at us, the viewer, and that's so it. weird. Weird. Anyway, but. rest in peace to a real one. The the finest yeah. smoke show on Tatooine. But with a few, with more work, this would have worked if she was feeding Boba like tons of information. If she, if this was her downfall, right? The cantina uh, runner of the Western who always is neutral and side is expertly playing both sides. If she did the classic, like, okay, I'll do the right thing this one time. Right. We didn't see that. I mean, they you know? they could have just killed the Rancor. Like, I hate to say it, the but like... <gasps> shut <Jane>. up. <laughs> but, but like, they, they need... Sparkles. The thing is, the show needs her. Without her, they like, they yeah. don't have a lot yeah. of... Uh, a, a lot of cords to tug on. Like, yeah. I, I'm just absolutely <laughs> baffled. <laughs> the Major Domo I, is going to open a bar next As season. far as like... If I get like thought of why like in world, what's the thinking? Like why would the Pikes do it in world? Oh, that I, it I could know. be from a <laughs> well. It's like a, I think it's it's crippling morale. It's just like we don't give a fuck about your right. your planet is a means to an end to us. We yeah. use it yeah. to. By the way, I also have a theory on why they're like how, we talked joked about this. Well, the spice comes from Kessel. Why is it coming here? It's laundering, guys. They're laund. It's like a phys They're laundering. Uh, so here's the thing. What fun. <laughs> Fun, fun also, space exists. A... Just go to space. No, There's no, no, laws no, 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 no. I have a whole theory. I have, I've literally, as we were talking, I have this whole theory. I want to hear. So, before I became like a professional writer, I have a background in the professional financial consulting world. Okay, mm -hmm. and what that means is, if you're licensed in that, you have to take anti-money laundering courses every year. Uh, Basically, sure. where they teach you how to launder money. But like, <laughs> like, don't do and, it. But uh, <laughs> one yeah. of the uh, the steps to it is it's called layering it's what you're mm -hmm. doing is you're just you're just like adding unnecessary transactions okay to make it harder to trace mm -hmm. where the money the origin of the, the whole point of money laundering is you take money that was earned from an illegal activity and you make it look like it was it's earned legally right car wash 
<laughs> the way you do it's called layering so what they're doing is they're just taking the spice and taking it to a bunch of planets i have this theory they okay they bring it into moss espa they take it on the train over to moss Eisley, and then they take it off world to another backward planet circumnavigate that planet with it and it's just all these like travel logs and they're just like adding all these layers and it's just impossible to trace where the spice actually came got from it, got it got okay. it okay so that's how my does theory. the spice flow they say we know it really <laughs> yeah goes. it must be flowing somehow different universe um but that's my theory is that's, it, okay well, that would it, be kind of interesting if it pulls back and we're like why the fuck tattooing it's like well because they do it everywhere nothing. Right? yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So it's impossible to trace. But essentially, my point is why they're doing it here is to be just brutal in the sense of, like, we do not give a shit about right. what any of you, you other power players. Totally. All you other power players cared about this saloon because it's like you want to totally. be, like, integrated with yeah, the city. Yeah. The pleasure. Yeah. We don't give a fuck. We care about this rock yeah. as a yeah. place to store product and move it around. Yeah. yeah. Everything else you're we care everything you care about, fuck that. Yeah. yeah. The, we'll the, motiv- the motivations out. of yeah. the pikes, I feel like, are are fairly well used. I'm just surprised that they would toss out one of very few tools in their toolkit. Mm-hmm. It- mm-hmm. Especially after after, yeah. after they did that with the with the Tuscans too, I'm like, you keep right. building these interesting characters. I want to see more of, and then killing them, singe the threads <laughs> to yeah. make Boba yeah. angry. I he, he, a he's not gonna be angry because that is not. <laughs> he's just the most even keeled. He's gonna be super ever. even keeled about it. B he already doesn't like them. He already is taking the threat seriously. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, it doesn't really add that much stakes to me. Like, if they, I don't know, made sh- like bomb the Trandoshans or something yeah. like that, I would have been like, all right. Yeah, I guess that, maybe like, maybe it's so that we take the them seriously. It's not supposed yeah, to motivate. It's just it's not supposed to motivate right. any of the characters in the show. No, no. Again, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's a hundred and ten percent a move for the audience. No, you're probably it would right, make yeah. it would be more effective if they killed the mayor. If they found the mayor and his like pleasure like pit, uh, who he's not off world. He eat his slugs or something, and they shoot him in the back of the head. That'd have been sick. Uh, but... <laughs> I wish I was rich enough to have a pleasure pit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm super he curious what's going to happen yeah. next episode with all of this, but yeah, um, they should have killed the mod teens. Yes, kill them. <laughs> yes. We hate them. Just blew up yeah, their bikes the... and give it like yeah, a loving them... slow mo shot. <laughs> <laughs> have them drink out of their stolen water again, and then have the the that one water monger, moisture monger, rat moisture them out, monger, yeah. and then have. <laughs> You know, the pikes do bada bing, bada boom, three birds, one bomb. Let's go. Uh, but um, All right. Let's talk about this last scene, even though I don't want to. You have to make a decision. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, I feel like we've seen this scene very similarly in other media. Yeah. Luke, it's... Grogu, they're in, yeah, in, the, in his new temple. And it's you have a choice. Choose your destiny. Yeah, I... And it is. We, we called it, called to, you know. It's a chain. It's a best car chainmail yeah. shirt, yep. which, not to be nitpicky, I get how it might like to like a physical attack, but mm-hmm. h- how is that in the? I laser? went on a pretty deep. How do lasers work? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, will this work for lasers? And I'm like, maybe, or it extremely <laughs> won't. 
It's interesting that the, with the Jedi choice is to choose the path of the Jedi, which is a weapon. Right. Or to yeah. choose the Mandalorian path, which is uh, defense. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think oh, it's I never thought about that. Dang. What does that I mean? I was like, Luke, maybe something to reflect on. Yeah. <laughs> si- signs for the future, Luke. Yeah. It's just a tool. You're, it's not you're, a weapon, you're basically I mean. being like, okay, Grogu, you can make the bad choice or you can choose to take this weapon. It's, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, it was bad during the witness, just a, a tiny bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm very. I mean, I think he's gonna take the chainmail. Yep. Um, I'm unsure if he's old enough to make decisions like this, but I mean, <laughs> he's forty. He is, he's, <laughs> he's a boomer. Um, yeah, he's <laughs> at least a hundred years old, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, it's like a, directly from like the, the the wolf and the cub thing of like, all right, do you want this ball or do you want this sword? Do you yeah. Want to become you know, this could become that. It, you you put this life behind you. Are you in for a penny? Are you in for a pound? It's more symbolic than anything, right? Yeah. Um, it's a it's a it's kind of weird. Um, it makes sense. That Luke would be would would say, "Hey man, don't have attachment because my daddy did that and it was bad." And you're a Yoda, so even more you shouldn't do it because one, Yodas are bad, and two, they're very powerful. But that being said, all of Luke's like previously, his whole thing has been his attachments, you know. Yeah. Right. And yeah. even his, his last Jedi stuff was like, "I'm leaving to protect my friends," you know. Yep. Um, it is, a, it's, it feels a little non-congruent slash he feels like he has to be the big boy. He's, yeah. a, he has the keys, so he has to do this. Um, I, I don't know what him changing his mind looks like. Um, but it, in the moment from what we, the viewer have seen, if it, it, it felt a little out of place while also being well, justifiable. Cause wasn't the whole issue with the Mandalorian season two, or is that like, Grogu is too developmentally young and too powerful, the combination to not be under some kind of tutelage because yes. it, it's yes. a huge risk. Right. So the fact that it looks like, yeah, you can go, but like, I don't know if I believe you that you're going to let him go. Or like, yeah. It's- right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's interesting. So I love Grogu structurally. I don't know. I, I love the character Mando and the kind of path they're laying out for him so much that I almost don't want it to stay the Grogu show. Um, right. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think that they're going really interesting places. And there's part of me that wants Grogu to be like, you know what? I'm a Jedi, even though I yeah. can't believe that that's what's going to happen. Right. I mean, he has yeah. that Naboo starfighter without an astrome- astromech, so Grogu can be in there. I mean, that's yeah. unless he's going to get another little guy. That is for that's a Grogu hole. <laughs> uh, I have a question. Um, logistically, a Mandalorian helmet for him would his ears? Would there to be two holes in his ears just stick th- out of it? I think about that a lot too. That seems or dangerous. Would, yeah, I think or it's just a ears... big. <laughs> just are the, is, it, is it perfectly enough. molded to the ears, or is it think just so. still is it still shaped perfectly round like a male or him, but just so, so big. wide? <laughs> to the oh, ears. So big, it's like a popcorn Ooh, bowl. <laughs> you know, I guess one of the things flying saucer uh, that's a little bit interesting is Anakin never had a choice. 
about mm-hmm. like whether he wanted to stay with his family or whether he wanted oh, to become interesting. a Jedi. And he yeah. never had the like presumably when he was a teenager and he could force sense that his mom was being brutally murdered. Like if anyone yeah. said was like if you want like you can't do both but like you can leave and save her. Like yeah. that would have meant, you know, something. So like this is technically an improvement to the way that the Jedi Order did things, which is like, yeah. you're force sensitive, so you do want to become a Jedi, and if you don't want that enough, that is weakness, and we need to just train it out of you. Like, yeah. Anakin had no agency. Grogu at least gets like some Hunan. agency. That's <laughs> that's so interesting. That is so interesting. That You're totally right that it's sort of like a foil, in a way, to that decision. Um and those circumstances in in the prequels. Anakin technically also a foundling. <laughs> well, because Anakin was was property of, and then also became property yeah. of Qui Gon. Yeah, Qui Gon's yeah. like I, I, your your property. I won you. You're oh. my prize. What, <laughs> a tough, what a tough, what a tough sitch. Yeah, <laughs> I won you in a gamble. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like I want to go I rescue mom. my mom, and then it's like no, the good thing to do is to let her die. <laughs> Yeah, balance, yeah. baby. Whereas Luke's at least like, if your heart's not in it, like we gotta, tr- you know, teach you how to not force squish people who make you mad. But <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pinch the nerve in the back of your head that makes you do the force, uh, <laughs> good, so that you don't, you're not a danger to society. Yeah, you can still use like the training wheels of the force. Yeah, but, like, you got no horsepower behind this, but yeah. Grab <laughs> Yeah, because uh, Mando has has his own foils now. It's not just we mm-hmm. need something that was all face, right? Uh, that being said, he doesn't because I have no idea what's happening because I don't know. Mando has made a million friends, but he has a small ship now. I just can't get over the, the ship bubble. We need a we need a little guy. He needs in a there. big like frigate cruiser that yeah. like cowboy bebop style, where it's like the bigger ship and he's got the Naboo fighter. Yeah, like, this is my friend it. barge for oh. all my friends. If you could get a barge that loads that um, new ship on, holy be, smokes, yes. that would That'd be, be so that would be sick. very cowboy bebop. It would be straight up cowboy yeah. bebop, but that would be so cool. Yeah, which and I would love a. I need a flashback at some point of him parting ways with Bo-Katan because. Damn it, I still think about how awkward that had to have been. Yeah, and just yeah. being like, don't leave the dark saber. Don't leave it in your checked luggage, please. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, I, Why would you, I would never do that. It, the word's gonna get back to Bokatan and she's gonna be like, Are you I'm now I am now I win I'm gonna fight him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, and I'm gonna fight him and I'm gonna win. Are you joking? Yeah. <laughs> uh cool. Uh, uh any other additional thoughts? Any as we go into the finale? It, what the fuck is the finale of the show gonna be? <laughs> I have no what idea, man. The are they like been? are they gonna attack Jabba's palace or is the gang gonna attack the Pikes? I think they're gonna attack Jabba's palace because that's the thing we know and love. I think the gang's gonna be planning their assault, but before they can enact it. Like, they, oh they're the here. Like yeah. Yeah. I, all out like Butch Cassidy like standoff. What I would love is just with the timing of the last scene being the last scene, um, like Gandalf entrance. Yeah, no, good point. Baby, baby, Grogu. <laughs> just <laughs> like shot down on like the the pod that the R two D two and like, C three flies in on some eagles. <laughs> do we do we think that would be 
amazing. If he uh, lands you- with chainmail and a lightsaber carrying Luke Skywalker's <laughs> silver head. Yes. <laughs> I made my decision. My turn, I have bitch. a voice now. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Father. Are you proud? Like, oh, this is how this is where the story went. Do we I'll ask this? Do we think Luke is gonna um make a, a return to Jabba's Palace? No. Uh I got one no. So if Grogu comes back, he has mm-hmm. to get back somehow. Yeah. I'm guessing Ahsoka. Yeah, so, Ahsoka no. is gives him a Okay, lift. so we got two no's. Pat, what do you think? I no, I don't think so. I'm sure he goes there eventually. It'd be great. I feel like he would he went there to go check out Ben Kenobi stuff. I bet there's a right. comic book about this. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'll say yes just so we have various I think I think the role Bets. of that reveal is going to be now that you mention this, um, Cobb Vanth with his people and a robot arm. That's who I that, think's gonna walk over the horizon. That, that's the cavalry yeah. that rolls in. Yeah. They're gonna be the, the Rohirrim. The ride of the Rohirrim. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, All right, yeah. I I would normally say XYZ thing would never happen, but we got this episode. That's true. So that's all the bets thing. are off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, is you have no idea Jabba comes back. Who knows? How is it the last ep- Like, what? What is what the f- yeah? What's happening? What are it's they all, fighting over? But what's happening? I do like. I'm just picturing the writers' room in this, and they're like, "Oh, okay, we're doing this. We're doing this first two episodes. Slow burn, slow burn. First two episodes, they do like the third, and I feel like I imagine like Dave Filoni kind of be like, seeing like the storyboards for three and four, and be like, "What? You're doing what?" <laughs> Okay, we got to save this. Uh, let's just make it Mandalorian. We're just going to pivot. And the the, the second right half of the now. season is just going to be the Mandalorian season yeah. three. I saw a TikTok that was like, I, I have a really good um, theory of the cameo that's going to be in the finale. It's going to be, and then it's like, it's Boba Fett. So my wish list for the next episode is that we get some Fennec and Cobb Vanth interaction. Because um, what if they make out? Oh, I would accept that. I, I mean, yes, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> largely because Boba's affect is mm-hmm. like they don't really have a lot of banter. It's mostly just kind mm-hmm. of the same thing. I like their relationship, but yeah. um, I having seen her in other roles, I feel like she she can have that like acerbic wit right back at him, and that yeah. I think would liven her up a little bit. Yeah. Oh. Fennec and Cobb is a match. Yeah, right. I didn't know I needed, I would love and that. I had to, Yeah, his his undercutting, like her hardcore, yeah. like she'll say something really menacing, and then he'll say he'll say something tongue in cheek. Yeah, totally undercuts oh, it. Perfect. Ah, yes. Give well, me. Well, please. Boba's yeah. just like we need to fight them. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like just oh. it's that Trinity. Uh, so th- this is my hope. Um, I have no predictions. <laughs> hey, my arm is I, out of battery. Can I plug it into your belly? You I guess, got it. <laughs> I guess arm. Yeah, I guess Cobb Vanth arm. Um, I'll I'll throw that chip on. Um, but everything else, I don't no think he's idea. gonna have a robot arm. I think he's gonna be fine. Who's uh who from our gang is not making it out of the finale? Uh, cu- couple mods. Uh, yeah, the mods will. Yeah. Well, part of me now after the like. Selling this show for parts to every other show, I think Boba Fett's gonna die. I was, I'm kind of thinking that. I don't know if we're gonna have a second season of this. I can't see how they're, they're spending the last few episodes on building up the other yeah. shows. They didn't have enough content for one season. Why would they have enough content for two seasons? Unless something happens and he he 
pledges allegiance to Mando, Din Djarin, and then season three of The Mandalorian is going oh. to Mandalore. Yeah. But even then, man, I don't fucking know. I mean, he might do that. Like, Mando does have the... Like, oh, man. Just... Okay, I also... Um, I'm curious how he's going to react to seeing him with the dark saber. <laughs> just just like wait, what? You you left briefly. <laughs> and now you have the entire legacy yeah. of our people. Yeah, and now you have literally the holy grail. Like I like what? just saw you. <laughs> he sacrifices himself, pledges fealty to Mando with his yeah. last breath, and then everyone's like and the pikes are defeated and everyone's like, "All right, well you're like the the daimyo of Tatooine now. And Mando's like, no, no, yeah. no, 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 oh, no. I can't no, do no. this. Boba's like, how do you have the dark saber? Fennec told me you got here on a bus. Yeah, I checked it in. <sighs> but it goes along with Mando's personality is like, you ever take over a planet just because you were told you're supposed to? <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to, you don't yeah, want to disappoint people. Failing upwards so well, you yeah. know what I mean? Like he really. <laughs> uh, God. Yeah, I don't know, man. I uh, <laughs> I want I want uh, episode three of Mandalorian season two point five to be pretty cool, but uh, I have no fucking idea. I think it's gonna look neat. I don't know who's running it, but all. All of this should be either Filoni or Bryce Dallas Howard. That's that's what the my goddamn opinion. The funniest thing in the world would be if Filoni came in with these two episodes and then gave the last one to someone else. <laughs> and it's like, here, you do this. What? <laughs> <laughs> he said he's going to ride the Raycorn. I don't know what to do with that. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to have to direct Timothy Oliphant, Ming-Nobu, Lord Morrison. <laughs> I have what to decide if Luke flies here from the... Bamboot says that Luke Skywalker lands <laughs> in three-point pose. There's no spaceship. We're on a budget. Oh my god. Yeah, I hope there's like one really insane reveal. I have no idea what it'd be, but it's probably an Ahsoka thing. It's probably gonna be like Thrawn. Right? Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. That's yeah. a good bet. That's a good bet. Like he's like in charge of it actually, or something. Who's the yeah? Same? That's interesting. That's a good bet. They have to be careful. It's a, it's a Disney, and, and then you want to do the Marvel thing, so they got to show Thor's hammer at the end, right? They have to be careful because they now have two menacing blue villains with red eyes in this universe <laughs> right. that, that are, are not yeah. that are unaffiliated. Like <laughs> yeah. maybe they're affiliated now. I don't know, but right. like they're not brothers. They're not the same species. <laughs> we got to stick together. <laughs> nope, we don't. Uh, some people were talking about. Uh, uh, I believe it was Screen Crush was talking about like, okay, well, the Chiss planet is from the unexplored space. Palpatine uh, knew Armada's in unexplored space. Exegol or whatever it's called is mm-hmm. unexplored space. Maybe that's how they're going to bridge the gap a little bit is to get some Chiss stuff. But I guess there is some canon Chiss content yep. that explains some things. Um, uh, uh, kind of like Chiss Ascendancy or Chiss something like that. I don't remember what it's called, but I don't know what time that takes place, but you know, I, I do feel like the shows are going to push us towards redeeming somehow Palpatine is alive um, mm-hmm. or something like that. But uh, cool. Well, let us wrap up. Omar, uh, plug your pluggables, please. Hey everybody. I'm Omar. You can find me at Omar on Twitter. Uh, and then on uh, Sundays, I plan a little show called power play. We're back in. We took a little break. 
um, on the Q Times uh, Twitch channel. So check that out. Aside from that, uh, um, that's pretty much it. <laughs> hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> to my Pat. knowledge. Hey, uh, I'm at the Pat Edwards everywhere. Website thepatedwards.com. You like podcast? This is on the Geek League Network. You might not know, I do another podcast called Let's Rewatch, where we rewatch movies we loved in our youth and find out if they're still any good. Still need to get Jane on as a guest. Hey. Uh, we've had Tim on. We've had Omar on. Uh, <laughs> Omar, over a year now at this point, one of our most, I feel like, tangent-laden, off-the-rails episodes. Was that for Blank Jack? Yes, the yeah. Blank Jack episode. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Doesn't hold up. Uh, uh, Jane, it's great. Do you Shut have up. Anything great. you'd like to plug? Yeah, I mean, I'm just generally in the mix for the geekly content from time to time. But you can also, um, if you are at all interested in feeling the feelings that I feel about Clone Wars, I have a uh, watch list developed with a friend of mine um, that cuts down about half the overall runtime and moves around some stuff in the later seasons to account for its untimely cancellation. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot... There has never been a better time to watch uh, Clone Wars because all this stuff is getting reinforced in the live action stuff. So that is clonewars.watch. Hell yeah. And you can follow me on Twitter at Tim Lanning. Uh, and as I said, the uh, our Dungeons and Dragons campaign has finally entered into campaign two. So you don't have to listen to, I don't freaking know, 450 episodes <laughs> to get caught up. You only have to listen to two uh or three uh who's to say and it's good and you'll like it uh until next time um smoke these all these cigarettes now (laughs) (laughs) death sticks death sticks (laughs) bye Bye.